welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and it has been way too long since we've had a chance to speak with you all. And I'm here, of course, with the Chief and the Goon. Goon, how are you tonight? I am awesome, and I am unaccustomed as I've been actually talking with you guys. I've, I've missed you both. We have missed you both as well. Chief, man, oh, man, what a week and a half, huh? Welcome to the show. Yeah, it's it's been a week and a half. Pretty much today alone. Uh, and the day's not even over. That's, that's Ladies true. and gentlemen, the, the Chief has begun that epic trek to... Uh, much to uh, the, um, we're very proud of him. We're very happy for him. We're a little jealous of him. Yeah, yeah, we hate him. We hate him a little too. Just a little, you know. But um, he's he's making the big trek. The family. He's he's loaded up the family and moved them to Texarkana, Texas. Uh, he's not actually in Texarkana. I'm oh, that's about... true. He's not. That's a real place. I'm sorry. He's in Texas. Yeah, somewhere in Texas. Minutes. We're not. We're not divulging where in Texas you are. He, he loaded up the truck and he's moving to Beverly. I have really bad memories of Beverly. Let's not talk about Beverly. You're not the only person well, who has had Beverly. I, well, you've had it. You know how bad it is. No. Well, well don't you don't. How... That's right. Because <laughs> that's right. You don't know how bad Beverly is. I, I have I have licked the sweat off my brow and uh, it reminded me. Of, of Beverly. Yes, that's that's are you, accurate. Are, are you talking about the drink? Yes, yes, we are. Yeah, yes, indeed, the sweat would be off your brow would be better. <laughs> yes, a carbonated armpit sweat is you know a good way to describe it. Reconstituted sewer water. It was considered an aperitif, which is I guess is a drink after your meal, only if you want to see your meal again. <laughs> yeah, really. Just wow, yeah. Gosh, I'd like to know what that steak's been doing in my stomach. Let me have a little bit of this. It's even it's not even made in Italy anymore. The only place they make it is in Atlanta at the at the Coca-Cola Museum. Well, they apparently brought it back. You know, they have one of those um, taste uh, try all these different flavors uh, at uh, at Epcot, and they built a new one. And Beverly is back. Really? Oh my lord! Why? Just so you I can don't get the know. t-shirt, right? I like watching people get their family. Here, try this. Because it starts off a little bit sweet. Yes. And then it turns into horrible. <laughs> yeah, it turns on you. <laughs> With quickly. a side of nauseating. But enough about Beverly. Yeah. Um, how are you doing, Chief? You, you, you've had a tough week, man. You've had a tough couple of weeks, buddy. Yeah. It's, That's it's, right. It's been a while since. When did the last time? When was the last time we did a show? Goodness gracious! When the war started. <laughs> no, we, we we did a show post war, didn't we? The no. sixth. We'll see. It's been sixteen are, days. That is a trick question because we've always been at war. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What could I have been thinking? We've always been we've at war. always been at war, and uh, gas prices have always been five bucks a gallon. Exactly. Exactly. Although, Thank you, although, Mr. Orwell. although I got to give uh, Benito Ho Ho Hogan a nod. No. Why? Shall I do the math? Hey, listen. Like what, it, what it's going to cost when when the snapback happens? No, I'm just enjoying the right now. 
No, when the snapback happens, it's going to be awful. Okay, yeah, but l- let me explain to you. Okay, so I'll give you my own personal take on this because because I've already been through this with my own family. Uh, there's a member of my family who's a big fan of Benito. And he said, you know, leading from the front. I'm like, really? Okay, so here's the deal. I have a car with a 10-gallon tank. My wife has a, a slightly larger vehicle with a 17-gallon tank. Okay. How do you guys drive anywhere with those little gas tanks? It's amazing. Isn't it shocking? I pedal a lot, okay? Anyway. None of my cars have tanks that small. Okay. This so isn't about that's you, 27. That's right. It's not about you. That's 27 gallons. And let's assume we both drive a lot and we're filling up every week. So that's four fill-ups for each vehicle, 27 gallons times four, 108 gallons. Okay. The um, reduction of, you know, the removal of the gas tax is only for one month. Okay. Right. So in that one month, max out for me is 108 gallons. Okay. And the gas tax is 36 cents. So I'm going to save $33. Okay. Uh, I can spend $33 taking my family to breakfast at a night restaurant once. Big friggin' deal. Okay. So I can still hate him. Big fat hairy deal. Yes. So, so how, how big are your gas tanks? Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. The truck is 26. Okay. The um, the Mercedes is nineteen, mm-hmm. yep. and I think eighteen for the minivan. Okay, and how many times would you say you're going to fill up each of those in one month? Uh, the truck at least five times. Five times the, in a month. Yeah. Yeah, fill it up about once a week. About, about every about every two thirds three quarters of a week I fill it up. Okay, and by fill it up I mean from empty to filled. Yes. So it's totally empty. You're driving on fumes when you roll in. Yep. Okay. Mercedes. Yep. Uh, maybe three times a month. The uh, Hurricane doesn't drive nearly as much as I do. And the uh, whatever the other one was. Uh, the van is Goonchild's, and she probably does uh, three times a month as well. Okay. So, obviously you have more gas, but you should stop eating broccoli. <laughs> and, and and all that cabbage. A lot of cabbage. See, 19 times 3 is 57. 18 times 3 is 54. That's 111, 115, 215 gallons. Ah, by God, I'm helping the, the earth be warmer, and I'm doing it just for my pal, the chief. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. 215 gallons times big old 36 cents. You are going to save a whole $77 this month. Okay. How much did you spend on dinner uh, last night uh, when you were in uh, just, uh, DC? Just today. Just today. I Oh, uh, uh, that <laughs> at Benihana, that was uh, 145. Cool. Okay. So you got half a meal. You have to leave after yeah. the appetizer. <laughs> once they once they do the little shrimps, that's it. I'm out of there. I can have the soup, the yes. salad with the ginger dressing, and the little shrimps. Oh God, yes, yeah. So, um, so yes, uh, it's it's a wonderful, um, feel good moment. But in the grand scheme of things, how about this is a better idea? We open the floodgates, we get those permits out of the way. 
we get the, the pipelines all flowing back from Canada. We drop the price of gas of uh, oil down from $112 a barrel to maybe back to 35. And we do two things. One, you get a significant long-term reduction in your gas bill. And Putin runs out of money because now the oil isn't worth anything because he's having to sell a cut rate now. But his cut rate is like 80 bucks. You sell gas at 35 a barrel, his cut rate becomes 18, 20. He'll die. He'll have no money. Even the Chinese can't afford that. So, yeah, he won't. His country well, the, might. His country will. Okay. And well, eventually somebody in the country is going to have to take a stand. Uh, you, I don't think you understand how dictators work. That, yeah. That's, that's, not, that's not what's going to happen. Mussolini thought that, the same thing. Look at that 23-year-old model who, who called him a psychopath. Yeah. No, she, she found out he was. <laughs> right, because well, I don't know. She had time to find out. Yes, but now she ended I don't think up. She's doing she, any research. All right. She ended up traveling in her suitcase. Back oh, sure, free. sure, sure. Her her boyfriend did it. So yeah, because they were holding a gun to the back of his head and say, "Say you did it, son." So here's Fuck. here's here's what I I'd like to point out. Mm -hmm. I didn't get included in those calculations. I feel left out. I'm sorry, because could, I, could, I, I know could, you use even we, less gas we, than I do. Yes. Because yeah, he uses like eight gallons a month. <laughs> uh, okay. One of those how, how many was right. Seriously, I, hey, I'll, I'll do math for anybody. I'm a math freak. Come on. How many vehicles? What do you got? Uh, we, have, we have three vehicles, hmm? uh, but only one of them counts. <laughs> because, okay. So, so we'll just we'll, we'll start it off there. Uh-huh. All right, the next thing is I have a nine-gallon tank, mm -hmm. and I fill up twice a month. So 18 gallons. A whopping 18 gallons. <laughs> 18. Wait a second. I could probably do this in my head, but I'll be accurate here. So just... Okay. 18 gallons times 36 cents. $6.48. You're lucky if you can get lunch. I can't. Like at McDonald's. I, I can't. No, you, no you're getting no. a cup of coffee, maybe. The, the cheapest thing is eight bucks now. Because so, <laughs> we, oh. we've recently tested this theory. So. But that's only here in Maryland. Things are much cheaper in Texas, right? Uh, yeah. So, tell me, yes. So in Texas, where did we go? We went and got... Uh, enough food at an IHOP that the wife couldn't finish it, and it was twenty dollars. Wow! So oh. we had we had enough to take home, so that she could leave it in the refrigerator. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe you did it because we also bought a salad, uh, which you left in the refrigerator. Hmm. Uh, uh, I was like, Are you are you feeding the staff at this point? <laughs> <laughs> now is she back you know, here? You, or is she still down there? No, she is never coming back here. That's what I thought. Okay. She has knocked the dust off her sandals and Good. bid a, and bid farewell yes, and to now, the Democratic People's Republic of so, Montgomery so County. What does she think of uh, what does she think of Texas? Uh, she got to experience that tornado. She was Well, not, okay. That's kind of scary. She was not pleased with that. They don't have those in the Ukraine. Uh, they have no natural disasters in the Ukraine. Well, they do now. Well, that's an unnatural disaster. <laughs> yes. 
Well, well, you can. There's say, nothing natural about a hypersonic missile. Okay, you can say that's true. Putin is a force of nature, but you know we're we're stretching things here. <laughs> Either way, so, I I was saying he was the first syllable of the word dictator. So or the second one. <laughs> I'm sorry, second and third. Either way, it it happened in Dallas, and we're uh, we're not in Dallas, so. Yeah, but you're not far from Dallas. We are far enough that it it, it didn't get anywhere close. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Anywhere it's hard close. to tell. You know, I'm so used to Maryland-sized maps. So, so you are reminding me of one of the stories of of the show, a show that wasn't, Chief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the show huh? What? One of the shows that we missed oh. was uh, a little problem with the big airports in Texas, wasn't there? Ah, uh, yes. Well, while well, the, the yeah. show would have been going on, I was sitting on a plane where the uh, the pilot was going, it, it'd be nice if we were moving, but we're not. <laughs> Aww. And, and that was the se- second day, right? Because the first day, did, did, did you not go to the wrong airport? Uh, well, that one was, it would be nice if we were moving and you were here. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'd love to hear the story about what airport you were supposed to be at. So uh, we were supposed to be at a place called Love Field. And no, we were at a place called Dallas Fort Worth. Historic Love Field. Yeah. Yes. See, here's the there's a funny story, and I actually I actually told the goon about this while we were discussing and lamenting your your situation. Um, I was a little concerned because. If you approach Dallas-Fort Worth Airport from the Dallas side, it's called Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. If you approach it from the Fort Worth side, the sign literally says Fort Worth-Dallas Airport. And I was a little concerned you were going to tell us, I'm supposed to be at the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, and I'm at the Fort Worth-Dallas Airport. At which point I was going to laugh and say, you know, it's a short ride. Don't worry about it. It's not uh, a short ride looked... because uh, Love Field. It's a big airport. Yeah, right. It... It took, so here's the thing. I could have easily made it from, uh, as Goon had stated, hey, you're over there. It's only 20 minutes. The problem was. It's a was, 16 mi- miles away. Yeah, that's what the map said. It it would have been fine if the the Siri, being the, the jerk that she is, <laughs> uh, said that we had gotten to our destination and we had it. So we weren't, so, so there was no drop off. So she went to Express A drop-off which is mm-hmm. em- employees only oops how we got past the security in the first place i don't know oh that's but, a neat trick yeah yeah so so there was no spot to stop because you're supposed to park so she mm-hmm. just said get out so i did <laughs> and i looked around and i was like i don't i don't know what to do so i i walked up to the the first person that i could see and i said hey where's the uh the airport and they were they were quite confused <laughs> like what <laughs> obviously you shouldn't be here mm-hmm. if you're asking this question so i said here's where i have a ticket and here's the flight i'm supposed to be on mm-hmm. and they said well that's nowhere near here you're going to need to call an uber and i said an uber from where because uh they're not going to be able to get into the spot and they said right. sir i can't help you and then they walked away oh uh, wow and, okay that's rude yeah well this this dude was an Indian guy. Not that that had anything to do with it, but he obviously had better things to do. So 
I walk and then I see uh, I see a bus stop. So I go sit at the bus stop. And when I go there, the only bus that I see coming says employee. So I'm like, crud, mm-hmm. that's the one I'm going to have to take. So I looked as professional as I could and I hopped on and I rode the employee to the employee lounge. And oh my God. <laughs> And then I went out with the pilot, and I was walking shoulder to shoulder, tipping, you know, the hat. And, wow. and then the, the wife eventually showed up, and I and I said, we're not going to make it to where I need to go. And she said, where do you need to go? And I said, it doesn't matter. Let's just go home. Mm-hmm. And even though the flight was delayed, by the time she got to me, it was now 8 o'clock. Mm. The flight left at... at like uh seven forty. Oh. So the next day the Mm-mm-mm. the flight is supposed to leave at five. So we get there at three just to be sure. Good so, idea. So I'm sitting there, it is it is now five o'clock, it says delayed, uh delayed boarding till six, so it is now six o'clock. Uh it now says that oh we're just not taking off. So come eight o'clock, I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna be here again. When when you called and talked to us, and I looked at the weather around uh, Love Field, there was just a, a ring of red thunderstorms all around you. It's like, hmm, nope. Yes. So for anyone who's seen any Castlevania game, that is what it was like. <laughs> I, I didn't know if Dracula was being resurrected or what, because out. Texas thunderstorms look like the, the someone is smiting the ground outside. <laughs> smiting. It was. Oh, it was dark. I mean, because it was it, it was eight o'clock, so it was dark outside, and yet it was as bright as day, and the brightness was coming from both the top and bottom of the the window. So. I was like, I'm going to just close my eyes. Cause <laughs> this, we, I, I don't want to, I mean, if at any time lightning continues to hit that plane, I don't know how many times it's going to take before we can't fly. Right. But you're going to certainly use them all. <laughs> yes. As, as the nine lives of the cat slowly drain, I'm like, well, this is, yes. this is how it is. Pilot's going, well, what the heck? We'll give her a go. <laughs> it was a good run. But that's, uh, uh, again, once I get there, I told uh, family members, I'm, I'm not leaving. Like, this, this is it. But now I have problems with my haunted house that, if, I'm telling you, if it's not one thing, it's another thing. And if it's not that other thing, then it's something that I never even heard of. And that's what, that's what I get to deal with daily now. But, but no neighbor problems. Yeah, because no neighbors. It's, it's that makes that easy. Yeah, yeah very. I, I'm a, you know, given my crazy neighbor, I'm uh, I'm happy with that. <clears throat> What's your neighbor doing now? Uh, the passive aggressive neighbor. Yes. So I noticed a little black box appeared on a tree, aimed toward my home. Plane crash. Well, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't very happy with this because I don't know what she's beaming my way. And I started thinking of all kinds of things that could be done. 
Ooh, you need to make sure like have one of those um those Cuban devices that gives people headaches. Who who can say? She could be a spy. Hmm. I'll just call the marshals and they'll swarm her house and haul <laughs> her out of there. <laughs> haul her out of there, throw her in a black helicopter, away she goes, no more problem for goon. Problem solved. So I finally found out what the box is by diligent searching on uh, Amazon. It's one of those devices that when it hears a dog bark, it has a, it, it emits an ultrasonic sound that's supposed to scare dogs and make them stop barking. And she pointed it at your house. Rather than telling me the dogs are barking and bothering her, yeah. So I started, you know, I found this out by going behind my fence and, and giving it a close-up look. When I did that, I found out that the woman has uh, put all of her old uh, gutters right up against my fence. Hmm. So those old gutters are actually on my property because I wisely built my fence six inches behind the property line. Hmm. She doesn't She doesn't know this, but it'll become apparent after this weekend. Because <laughs> there's a, she can't move them, move the gutters very far. They'll roll down uh, the, uh, uh, the berm that leads down into her yard, which is where those are all going to end up. Hmm. <laughs> and then I'm going to have a little string fence where the property line is, just so that, you know, she kind of gets the idea. That's where we'll start. I'd say something about the device, except <laughs> I looked at it online. She <laughs> bought the worst, least effective one you could get. Oh, okay. Honest to God, the little light never comes on, nothing. And my dogs, <laughs> they're, they just look <laughs> at <it> work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know why? Because he knows what it is, because he read the Amazon page, too. That's right. Oh, look, it makes Let's that try noise. He comes, you know, Sunshine comes out and goes, come here, brother. Listen. <laughs> See, isn't that fun? Let's make that happen some more. It's I was like, thinking it's... all you really needed was a, um, a carbon dioxide laser, you know, pointed at it for about 10, 15 minutes. Melts into a pile of slag, you know. I was going to get a parabolic dish and try and read her and put it on my fence. And direct it so that it would go right into her living room. No, I would point it at the device. <laughs> just, you know, just, just, <laughs> she, she, she's just set smoking. up a feed. <laughs> just, well, it's behind a tree from her house. She can't see it. Yeah, you might set the tree on fire. That would be awkward. This is, this is why, obviously, you guys have never looked at microwave guns, which it, if you take the, it, Instead of throwing away your microwave, mm -hmm. the reason why they have that sticker use this as a microwave and nothing else because that is because <laughs> people do <laughs> that is a perfect EMP gun. You just point at your house and zap the whole house. No, uh, no, at the device. You don't need. Oh, okay. You can... <laughs> oh, oh, golly gee, neighbor lady. Hey, crazy lady. You having some problems with all your electrical devices? <laughs> See now, now the goon's gone maniacal. <laughs> you hit the switch, and he's he's lost it. That's not what we want. We want happy. Wow, goons. there's videos on how to make them and everything. <laughs> some of us may or may not have already done this to prove that they work. 
Who can yeah, say? Just, just, you know, for the scientific curiosity of, of it, of right. course. It's all right. about the science. Fauci said he was the science. So, you That's know, right. We have to be like Fauci. So, we do? Did, did, did you hear about the I Fauci can... bill? Yes. You did, was just wrong. You did, you did show it to us. Uh, did, did you hear what Newt Gingrich said today? I did not. I'll, I'll quote, I'll quote uh, former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, Republican. Mm-hmm. Kamala Harris may be the dumbest woman to ever be elected Vice President of the United States. Actually, he said dumbest person, which means he thinks he's even dumber than Quayle, who wasn't dumb. He just wasn't well-spoken. You know, that's, that's hard. You know why I, I don't know. There's that that video of her greatest hits that. Whew. I really do. Honestly, I really do think Ms. Harris is in uh, over her head. And that accounts for the pausing and then the that laughter that they've, they've called cackling. It's a nervous tick. It, it is. It is. She doesn't know what to do. And and that's how she reacts. And <laughs> I, Part I of the problem do... is she won't actually do the work and then you know she gets in a situation where people ask her a question and had she done a little prep work she might actually have an answer she has people who are supposedly very frustrated with her that she you know they prepare her her reports and she's too busy not to read them so yeah hey trump was always like that as well uh we 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 deal with a lot of white house people now or at least i do and i got to learn (laughs) that he was like are you got the report all right, good. Give it to that guy. I got stuff to do. And, and uh, who's to say that, that Biden's not doing it? And I know that, see, the problem was that Pence actually did pay attention. And Pence, there was a lot of stuff that Pence cleaned up. Because, as we know, uh, Trump went with his gut. His mm-hmm. gut, his gut was, was uh, often right. But... Uh, not every time. Yeah, and no, and... The, the other issue is that when you go with your gut, you, you don't exactly have the, the facts at the time. Yes, it, it turns out stuff was right, but, but you know, you can't, you can't instill confidence in the people who, who just want to see you suffer no matter what. Right. If, uh, if you, if you go down that road. So, well, it, it was, it was, uh, it was such a hilarious thing, and especially for the people that I got to meet, like they were teaching us uh, mm-hmm. what it was like to be a white house staffer <laughs> which is why i'm like all right so you're the guys who really run the show and i was it it reminded me most of the movie wally as we remember in wally you mean with the robots yeah yeah and all the people in the chairs so yeah and, this, okay. and that is the specific thing all <laughs> the pe- if if you remember the scene Mm-hmm. where Wally was looking at the captains. Mm-hmm. And as the captains got fatter, who was always there? It was the AI steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is the staffers. So you see presidents come, you see presidents go, you see them bring their cabinets to and fro, but the staffers are always there. And that is what is really running this country. So as much as people like to make fun of Harris, like to make fun of Biden, like to make fun of Trump, 
it's the staffers. That's who's really running. I'll be honest with you. My only experience with congressional, uh, with the, well, my only experience with congressional staffers was um, they needed to be pimp slapped. Um, I was working in an organization where uh, we were running the media room for a certain general. And the general was giving a briefing to uh, some members of Congress. So the staffers show up first, you know, to kind of get everything set up. And they are yelling at the general and his immediate staff, like, you know, these people are, you know, waiters at a restaurant. And I'm like, most of you people couldn't pack his lunch. But, um, yeah, congressional staffers, you know. Mm-mm-mm. As I said, they run it. They that's, run it. That's why they felt that they were entitled enough to do that. Yeah. Oh, I, I almost forgot something important. I owe Mr. Browning a retraction. <clears throat> Whoa. Hello. Whatever for. Yeah. In what? our last show, I talked about all my car troubles and putting the cars in the driveway in the opposite direction. Yeah. yeah and I yes. think I credited that to a guy at work who has the same first name as Mr. Browning. It hmm. was, in fact, Mr. Browning's idea. Awesome. And we uh, thank Mr. Browning. And I would like to correct the record. Oh, and by the way, it's working fine. I have not had a recurrence of the problem. So, so, so you, 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 <laughs> you can, you can turn your, you can turn your echo uh, uh, chamber back on. Now that we know how that works, it could be a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, yes, well, folks, all those times you were hearing our good friend, the chief, echoing, it was self-induced. It wasn't self-induced. It was that the, uh, the Siberian Express uh, knocked my mic down, and I never bothered to check. That you know, he's the... really brave to blame her when she's, like, multiple states away, isn't he? Yeah, I, I figure... She'll, that... she'll get retribution. 1,000 <laughs> miles away should be safe. I heard hypersonic missiles could cover that in no time at all. <laughs> Too soon. Okay. Too soon. Look. Oh, look, husband. I have this special missile. Let's see how long it takes to get to you. As I said, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Sorry. 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 I, I don't think I don't I don't feel the sincerity here. Okay. <laughs> Your instincts are good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say I would say that instinct detector is working just fine. <laughs> so you are spot on. <laughs> oh dear, whatever shall I do? Because uh, as I <laughs> well, you'll try to keep the echo button off for starters. Uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta worry about this when I move now. But I, I, at least I know which Take direction. Take a picture of your settings. I don't need that. Oh, well, not I... next. Go ahead. I have you guys heard of VDSL? Victor yes. DSL? Yes. No. I, well, anything DSL makes me think slow, but go ahead. Virtual DSL? Yes. So this is what I will be experiencing until Starlink shows up. Oh, Fuddruckers. What, what, do we have a bit rate? <laughs> or is it bawd? <laughs> it's, it's six meg.
Oh my. <laughs> yes. So, six meg is what they said. Oh, multiple machines, uh, playing multiple games to be able to handle. I was like, I don't know what games they play in Texas <laughs> because this, I'm not Mahjong. even sure. Mahjong. <laughs> You can't Wordle. even do Pong with that. You can't play Wordle at the same time. I'm, I'm guessing I'm going to get Spider Solitaire. You know, and that's about as, as, as uh, high-tech as it's going to happen. But you know what? It, these are, these are the, the price that we must pay for, for moving Freedom. out into the, the middle of nowhere. Here, here's another thing that I bet you guys will uh, find quite interesting. Mm-hmm. So I get a call, and, and actually I got multiple calls. And I'm attempting, it says my mailbox is full, so I look at the last three calls, and and I uh, put the checkbox in them, and then I hit delete. It says, are you sure you want to delete all these files? And I say yes. And then I see that I have no more voicemail. And I look <laughs> at, at the button that I actually hit was mm-hmm. not to uh, delete those two files, but the select all button. Uh-oh. So I, I'm like, well, that was a mistake. Uh, I have no idea what people have said to me. So I go to my missed calls and I start looking up phone numbers to see who I actually want to call back. And one of them is the People's Telecom, which is the phone company down there. And it's literally called the People's Telecom? Yes, it is. And it doesn't sound communist at all. <laughs> you know did, you sing, did you sing the anthem to him when you called? No, I, I didn't need to because... How much is phone service for you? Too much. Res- residential phone service. Mm. I don't know. I don't have it broken uh, out like that. Yeah. My, if I had to guess, it'd be somewhere between fifty and seventy dollars for the residential. Really? Okay. Then, then I feel bad because it was thirty, and I was like, I don't believe that I'm paying thirty dollars for dry copper phone service. <laughs> but either way, uh, so they called. I was like, man, what's the problem now? And so I called them up and I say, hey, this is me. And uh, I saw that you called. They're like, oh, yeah, we just wanted to invite you to our little uh, party that we're having. It is for all of our customers. There are door prizes. All you have to do is come to our address and swing around the back. And I was like, uh, uh, can you repeat what you just said? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, we do this uh, every, uh, every so often to tell our customers how much we enjoy Having them, and I was like, well, I, I signed wow. up two days ago, but okay, thank you. And then, and then the call was over, and I was like, uh, is wow, this, is this what I'm gonna have to get used to? People, people actually caring about who their customers are. <laughs> oh, that is nice. It's um, it's 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 a it's a rare form of interaction called customer service. I'm not even getting that in uh, a Goonchild's new. Uh... Um, I don't I don't know how to how to describe it. Goonchild got a job. Yay! She Hooray moves in uh, in two weeks. Uh, before you get to experience your new service, I will have a new uh, studio to be broadcasting from. Mm-hmm. Temporarily. It is yes. It will be uh, 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 Maryland Northwest. Very northwest. Very northwest, more west than north. Uh, so that drive is less than six hours, though, is it not? Yeah. Yes, it is. Right. Uh, five and a half. Because, so that means, <laughs> so you said it was an hour away. 
because it only took me six hours to get to my destination. So five and a half means that you're only half an hour. So that means you will see the monster. Well, you won't, but Goonchild will see the monster snow. Well, you know what? That's something that she's just going to have to learn to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's not something be you want to just spring on someone. I, I have already priced um, uh, extra wheels and snow tires. Uh, Monster truck ones. Well, no, I mean, you know, back in the day, you swapped your tires in the fall, and you had a set of cheap wheels to do that. But you only and swapped you have all the rear ones. Radials now. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be enough up here. She might need better tires. So I'm prepared in case she does. I know my first experience was one that I will not forget. As uh, if you saw Tokyo Drift, just <laughs> Im- Im- imagine the drifting, except there was a uh, earth-shattering kaboom at the end. <laughs> I, imagine, I imagine Goonchild driving to work going, woohoo, and just spinning the wheel. Band um, sliding all over the place. I, I don't know that that'll happen. I, I do know that if you drive a Honda Civic and you hit the brake and the brakes say, the wheels have stopped, but we're going to keep going. And then you release <laughs> the brake and you're like, yeah, that didn't change anything. And you pumping the brake, it's like, look, you're going to hit. That, at that point, you're a boat. <laughs> yes. I was. Uh, F, e- F equals MA. I was going to hit the curb no matter what. <clears throat> so I just made sure that I hit it straight on, which mm-hmm. I did. I did not go enough over the curb, so my uh, car was stuck with the front tires <laughs> up in the air. Now, <laughs> Honda Civics are front-wheel drive, so no. I was just there. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. But thankfully, there was so much snow that I could push my car around, and it was just, you know, the displacement from the tires meant that this car was as light as, mm. you know, a bicycle. Mm. Nice. And, you know, my Maryland plates let everyone know why I was there <laughs> in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> You're not from around here, are you? <laughs> Look at that. He ain't even from around here. And that was the greatest thing about uh, Texas. So mm. as we were driving around and... The Siberian Express would stop on the freeway to see if this was the exit that she was supposed to go on. And I said, we can't do that. This This is how people die. The people (laughs) behind us did not honk, but they stopped and waited for us. Wow. Like, I could not understand. And apparently when we were were driving back from the airport the first time, uh, we, we got to see why... Every, not every, but uh, the majority of the crimes that happen in Texas are drunk driving. Because Hmm. we saw a person drunk behind the wheel, and we're like, oh, snap, we got to get around this person. No Hmm. one said any, you know, and there was, again, no honking, no flashing lights. People patiently waited until said person had gotten back into their lane, and then they would zoom past them and, and carry on. Maybe they called the police, I'm not sure, because every time we looked at the news, it was other people dying in uh, drunk driving car accidents, or uh, people getgetting arrested for drunk driving. Hmm. But I don't. Maybe they just thought that uh, the Siberian Express was drunk, and like, oh, uh, this is normal. <laughs> it's another one. <laughs> yes. It, no matter how you slice it, 
uh, they were nice. We, uh, one of the one of the military folks that uh, we worked with, I had convinced that he wanted to go to Florida uh, because uh, the building that we all used to be in had a, a thing there, and I was trying to hook him up with people so that he could do a skill bridge, which is where military folks uh, get to transition into civilian life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but true to that company, they uh, rescheduled twice on him and then just didn't call him back. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he said, he said, I don't know what kind of people you were hooking me up with, but that, that was a horrible experience. I said, hey, well, at least you got the horrible experience out of the way then. <laughs> <laughs> it's all uphill. It's all good now. Yeah, so he went to San Antonio, and then he was like, Chief, I have, uh, everyone was so nice, I thought there was a hidden agenda, I, I couldn't understand <laughs> it, you know. People, it's people, when your paranoia really kicks in. Yeah, he said, he said, people treated me like I was a regular person, they would just come up and talk to me, they asked me how I was doing, like, I didn't even know what to say half the time. And then he came back here, and I was like, yep, and now, he moved up, His he was going to leave end of august and now he is leaving in june Different. yeah so I'm not, I'm not the only one but he's six hours away so he was like maybe we can see i was like nope uh <laughs> you're gonna be over there and i'm gonna be nowhere and we're gonna keep it that way and there there you have it because that's there you have it. that's that's been my experience and Everyone who goes there, my, my wonderful mother came over and she was asking me about, uh, did I experience any racism? And I was, I was like, I'm not sure where you got that. Oh, that's right. You live with my dad. So, <laughs> so, <I knew. laughs> so, so people were, were talking about passing and doing, uh, you know, pretending to be white or passing for white. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, since my neighbors and everyone around me is Latino, they uh, they don't really care. Well, let's say you can't pass for Latino. Uh, think you can. Oh, 100% I can. And, really? And I did. And especially when uh, you answer them in Spanish, they don't even blink twice, which mm-hmm. which my sister can't stand because they also confuse her for Latino. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she will just stare at them. And then she has gotten... Uh, comments like you should learn your heritage and she said I did I'm black <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's oh a, man that's yeah there's there's no problem there and and she kept saying yeah but uh, but maybe they were just treating me. I was like no no you're I don't understand where these things come from and I don't know if they're talking big city because this very may well be the case in the big cities we're not in the big mm-hmm. city we're in a we're in a spot where People you're paying bills to want to give you cash prizes, so you know I'm <laughs> not sure. We're having that's right. We're having a little barbecue. Why don't you all come over? Say howdy. That's and yes. we we have to get a uh, a decent grill. That's like a, a a requirement, and I sure hope that I have enough money to get a proper Texas style grill with under an awning. So we can grill in any weather, and it's one of the perma grills, so it's like built into uh, mm-hmm. whatever we're going to to build out there. Hey, you get yourself a decent oil drum, cut it in half. Your battle's almost done. We have a we have a uh, huge prop- uh, above ground propane tank. Sweet. 
Yeah, so I was thinking that'll work. This could be the monster grill, and they're like, "Well, how are you going to cut it open?" I said, "I'm not sure." And they said, "Is, is all the propane gone?" I said, "Well, it will be after." <laughs> they said, "Well, okay, sparks and metal and uh, explosion. Are you are you concerned yeah. there?" It's an excellent way to eat the uh, the the saw that you're cutting the tank apart with. <laughs> so, uh, being Texas, I said, "Well, why don't I just shoot it?" <laughs> I mean, one way or another, the problem will be resolved. That's true. I love it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, Chief's got his work cut out for him. <laughs> like always. But, like always. Um, this has been good to get a show under the under the belt after 16 days. Uh, we had. Tons of material that we never got to, which seems to be the case all the time. But I think, uh, hope you enjoyed this show. I, I know I did. It was so good to get back with my buddies. And we're going to try and get on a regular schedule, you know. But um, with, uh, with the summer coming up soon and, uh, and uh, lots of people moving in different directions, apparently everyone moving away from Maryland, uh, we'll have to see how it all plays out. But for now, a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by Chief's Red State Moving Service. Tired of the liberal rubbish in your blue state? Jed, move away from there to a comfortable conservative state. Chief can help you with a reliable move. Kick the dust off your sandals as you leave those pesky socialists to themselves and let Chief take care of the rest while you get some rest. And Happy Poles Pesky Neighbor Service. Have a neighbor prone to passive-aggressive behavior? Don't talk to them. Let Happy Poles' new service help you. With the combined ingenuity of the boys in the Yankee Swamp Fox, we can get the message to that malcontent neighbor in a hurry. Trust us, it won't be misunderstood. It will be funny, but wrong. And Droolin Petroleum and Son, where gas prices won't matter to you servants. Corn Pop likes the prices, and he was a bad dude. Prices so high, those leg hairs of yours will stand on end. Continue to funnel money to the DJ crime family because they need it more than you. Droolin' Petroleum and Son, your only choice. Swimming with the Fish is produced by Happy Pole LLC. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.